you, the cause repossessed. Nobody believes in you. You've lost again and again and again. The lights are cut off, but you're still looking at your dream, reviewing it every day and saying to yourself, it's not over until I win. Yeah, I love that song. Everybody, welcome to Nonsensical Nonsense, Nonsensical Nonsense Network. And of course, we are the Dollars and Cents Podcast. Vera is not here today. She is, uh, as usual, kind of under the weather. Uh, it, it'll happen. We get it. Um, we are live now. Uh, we have Samantha, Samantha here with us. Um, hey. I, there's Samantha. I am your host, Jeff. And we are going to go over what we're going to be doing on this podcast. So, Sam, uh, do me a favor real quick and tell us a little about yourself, a little bit about your background. Uh, my background, so um, I've actually been in the corporate world for over 25 years in the financial services industry, mostly insurance and financial services and employee benefits. Um I decided back in 2019 to go into a nomad lifestyle. So I left the U.S. Um, and decided to travel through Costa Rica, Panama, Colombia, you know, so on and so forth. And so, um, and I did insurance and now uh, we're now helping businesses. So that's what I've been doing. <laughs> you know, just like me, you know, the, the whole nomad lifestyle, it's, uh, it's, it can be a pain in the ass, but it is fun. I mean, let's it be is. honest. As it as is. we always say, let's be honest. It's pretty cool. You, I, I get to play with my buttons. And <laughs> I love it. Senior, <laughs> but, the senior uh, is Benji, fun. what's up, sir? So mm -hmm. Benji is Benji is a big fan of a nonsensical nonsense. Um, Benji is uh, also. I'm actually trying to get Benji to become one of my brokers, but mm -hmm. I get it. He's got stuff going on. It happens. So, uh, and, and like myself, uh, you know, you've had lots of jobs, you know, uh, through over the years and, and you're, let's be honest, you're slightly older than I am. I won't <laughs> reveal your age, but, but, uh, sometimes I ought to call you mom, just say, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like I said, you know, I've, I've, I, you are more of the, the white collar background. Uh, where I'm more of the blue collar background, hence, hence my tagline, I, I am the black sheep. Uh, we both work for the same company. Uh, technically saying, I mean, it's, it's overly complicated. But right. um, the beauty of what we do is, and, and I, I literally, you know, we, we have a message board all day and we talk back and forth uh, for, for our team. And I, I sent a gift today and I truly believe it. I love my job. You know, in, in my 42 years, oh my gosh, I'm 42. Holy shit. Um, I've had so many jobs. It's countless. And this is the one job that I'm actually excited to go to work. And I don't know about you because I know how I am. On my day off, I'm fucking bored and I wish I was at work. Maybe not the whole day, but I'm like, I'm sitting there watching TV going, I could be sending fucking emails and getting more clients in. You know, it, it is is that something that happens to you? It does. It does. Like I really enjoy my career. I think that you know I love building things. I love helping people. I mean, helping people really is my strong suit. I like being you know a part of you know 
being able to provide a service and, you know, and just helping people. And so to me, that's what motivates me to get up every morning um, in order to do work. I, I just, you know, I love giving back. Uh, I, I do have to ask, and, and we are both remote workers. And can I just say uh, remote work is fucking awesome. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do joke with, with my buddies all the time that, you know, yeah, oh my gosh, it was so hard getting to work today. And they're like, what are you talking about? I said, well, I had to actually get up and walk into my, my office. And, and I, I, I do claim this room as my office, as we all know, it is a bathroom slash office, but mm -hmm. you know, how many other people can say they got a 32 inch TV in their bathroom? I'm just saying. Yeah. Nobody really. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, and I do have to say, out of everybody's houses that I've seen on on, you know, Zoom and whatnot, you have the best view I've ever seen in my life. However, I will never go into your apartment. You are way so too is, high off the ground. It's forty, yeah, the forty second floor. But ocean oh. view, gotta love it. Gotta yeah, love it. Yeah, not gonna do it. Not gonna <laughs> do it. <laughs> uh, anything higher than than second floor, I'm kind of out. And third floor is questionable. Um, yeah. In Panama, though, is that you do get like, you know, on the Pacific Ocean, you get to see sunrise and sunset at the same place. So it's not like as though, you know, you're on East Coast, West Coast, like in the States, you actually see the sunrise and sunset in the same area. So I get both. That's pretty cool. That yeah. is pretty cool. I, I, I am mildly envious of that. However, your balcony I, I got to talk about this for a second. Your balcony just makes me want to sit there with a cup of coffee, and but just inside the window, I don't want to actually go out of the balcony <laughs> ever. Like you sent a video, and I wish I had a copy of it so I could show it on the show. But you, you, you sent us a video when you first were moving in. Your video scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I, I couldn't even watch the whole you know, like you got to the balcony. I was like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. No, I know, let's put the phone down. <laughs> oh, I, I, I you know, uh, I I wanted to send it to my buddy Chris, who who does nonsense nonsense with me. He, he he's so afraid of heights. I was like, I need to send this to Chris. <laughs> but <laughs> he would somehow figure out a way to get to Cancun without getting on a plane just to punch me in the face. Um and and the the beauty of the way we work is you know being a remote worker is one of those things where it's like you you get to literally go all over the country without leaving home it's kind of cool it is or even outside the country but yeah you can pretty much yeah. be anywhere pretty much yeah, be and, anywhere and, you know, with, with my plans of moving uh, sometime this year, uh, there's no date on it because uh, I, I have funds and funds mm -hmm. are, you know, we, we've uh, we've we've started new projects at work and and, they're, you know, they're we're in the growing pains of it. And mm -hmm. and, you know, eventually we're, uh, I, I did speak with a, a couple of co-workers, um, Mitch and Greg and Kevin and 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 some others that are eventually going to come on here on the show and, and kind of give a little quick overview of what they do. But the beauty of what we're going to be doing here is I am not a business background person. 
I, I'm kind of the the guy that was I was digging ditches where you were sitting in class going, oh, that's what that is. I get it. You know, um, <laughs> I'm not that guy. Let's be honest. So so one of the things I want to do on this show is I want to be able to. I'm, uh, you know, when Vera's on here as well, I'm going to ask you guys questions that may sound stupid to most. And let's be honest, probably 90 percent of them will be. But it's the one thing I've learned in being in the corporate world over the past three years is there's so much I don't know. And and in general, people people don't understand about the different ways a business can be done, the different uh, LLCs and so on and so forth. Yeah. So I want to be able to dumb it down for people while still having a good time. You know, uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I take <laughs> almost nothing serious. Let's be honest. Um, so I want to be able to be able to dumb it down for people and, and kind of break the stereotype that business is hard. And, and let's be honest, it's not always easy, but it doesn't have to be hard. No, it doesn't agree? have to be hard. It doesn't have to be hard. I mean, it's just, it's a lot of time. So you're basically a lot of it is just time, right? Like when you're first starting out, it's putting that sweat and tears into it first. But eventually you want to have the business to be able to pretty much pull itself. So you're not taking that much time in order for that to come into fruition. So like you end up getting, you know, the money starts coming in and you're doing less work because you probably have grown a team or, you know, you have, you know, more people doing other things that are able to pretty much do the work for you. And then end up building that business where, you know, you can go to Tahiti if you want to for like a couple of weeks or months or whatever. And right. The business is still there growing. Um, you know, as you were talking about like the LLCs and like that's like all there, there's tax advantages with owning a business. Um, you know, there's, you know, protecting your business by personal stuff. So there's a lot of areas to go into, like when you're, when you're thinking about businesses that could be very beneficial. And I think the entrepreneurship is definitely, you know, the way to go. And especially now, like when we can go remote, you know, you don't have exactly. to necessarily have to have an office, you know, you don't need to have a brick and mortar. So, right. Um, and, 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 you know, let's be honest, most days I'm, I'm Donald ducking it or, or Winnie the pooing it, you know. I'm just wearing a shirt <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I just got to change mine, <laughs> but it's, it, you know, the, I think the biggest stereotype when it comes to, <laughs> uh, that's, that's actually Glick uh, jumping in there in the chat here. Mm -hmm. Um, it, the, the biggest stereotype about business is, is it comes down to everybody's like, oh my gosh, it's so hard. But as I, and I said this to somebody the other day, uh, you know, they, they were, they were saying, you know, I'd love to start a business or I'd love to be part of something where I make commission and huge commissions. You know, some of the commissions we work with are shocking. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've heard some numbers. I know you've heard some numbers where we've gone, really? Yeah. How do I do that? Just one yeah. Sale. Like, yeah. It, I mean, it can you know, be outrageous. And, and, and he's like, you know, my friend of mine said this to me the other day. I'd love to be able to do that, but I need the stability of a salary. And I told him something that that's been said to me a bunch of times. I, I literally posted this on my Instagram the other day. No one ever got rich by working for a salary. 
unless you're like the CEO of Walmart. You know, Doug McMillan does pretty good for himself, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that is the one catch of owning your business, I think, is you got to be prepared to have a, a, a nut each month that you won't reach right away. You know, like we, we talked about this the other day, you and I, where I was like, you know, I have an X amount of money I need to hit every month just to cover my bills and make sure my family's fed. I'm fed, right. you know, and, and, you know, and I have cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> I don't need much, but I do need my cigarettes. And, um, but once you get to that point and, and we, we were talking about this the other day when we were talking about the, the preventive health program, if we can get just enough where you're like, okay, I can breathe now that area. Once you hit that, I can breathe and I don't have to worry. And now let's worry about the profits. Let's worry about, right. let's, you know, that's the, that's the, that's the goal. You know? and, and the profits also, you know, goes into savings, which a lot of people need to think about, too. So it's like when you right. do make profits, you know, you do need to sit because, you know, as an entrepreneur, right, you know, you're going to have your highs and you're going to have your lows. But, you know, the beauty, I think, you know, especially with preventive health care that you were talking about, I mean, that is continuous amount of passive income that's coming in. And so, Correct. And and that's the beauty about having a business where, you know, you may be working for so many hours, but, you know, you had that income coming time and time and time right. again. And where even on a small employee, case, you don't have that, right? Well, even on a small case, you know, like I, uh, I actually have a list where I'm going through right now where I'm calling people, you know, trying to get them onto the program, trying to set up appointments. And, you know, they're, they're, they're not giant. They're like, you know, 20, 40, 50, you know, I think my biggest one is over 580 or something like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the beauty of something that the first time I ever heard of a residual pay out on commission was at this company. You know, I've, I've sold everything, you name it, I've sold it. Uh, And, you know, commission has been my life for well over 20 years. And I'm like, Wait, so I sell it once and I get paid every single month? That's yeah. insane. And I, I I recently just realized, and, and maybe you can confirm or deny this, but isn't there a form of where you were in the industry you were in with insurance that you, that was a thing as well, correct? Yeah, of course. And so, like, you know, in insurance... You know, there is either the one-time payout or you have residual income. Um, whole life insurance, health insurance, they're all residual, you know, for the life of the exactly. plan is going to be a residual income. But you think about it, it's like the time that I put into it. Like, I felt like as though I put a lot of time in order to, you know, from the time that I met with the client, you know, having them understand what it is to the point of, you know, they signed everything that became into, you know, it became enforced. You know, that time, you know, in comparison to someone who has like a full time, you know, 40 hour a week job, you know, is it's very different. Like I actually took a small amount of time, but the payout is going to be so much greater because, you know, it could be the person could have that policy for 20 years. A person can have, you know, that, you know, a plan, you know, 20, 30 years down the line. So, you know, that's already done. My work is already done and I'm still getting paid for it. I think that's beautiful. Well, and, and the, 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 one of the beauties of our job, and it doesn't really apply to us as much yet, 
mm-hmm. emphasis on the yet, but <laughs> in in a commission job where you can literally and and Greg said this to, today in in the meeting, he he was at a bar explaining it to a buddy of his, and another guy was like, "Wait, what? I want that." And, and you know, it granted it was it what Greg is doing with the company is is something norm way different than what we're focusing on the moment. Uh, not that we're not focusing on it, but mm-hmm. it's not our main point of goal. Um, with the merchant processing, there was so much about merchant processing I did not know. And once again, I go into these meetings and this, this is one of the reasons I set all these meetings with, you know, every time I see an email from any one of the programs, I, I, I jump on it because every time I go, I learn something new. And I feel less stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because and merchant processing is like a whole other territory. Like that was brand new. Like I knew nothing. Yeah. All I knew is that it had something to do with credit cards. And that was the end of it. Right. You know, and, and you don't really think much of it. Like there's exactly. You swipe your card or, or if you're, if you're tap it, if you've ever worked, you tap your card or, or even if, you know, I can work a credit card machine. I used to have to do it when I did uh, tour sales. Mm-hmm. So, you don't think about those little bitty things that, that we're learning. And it, I don't know about you, but for myself, it's so fascinating because every time, and you know, like uh, I was on a meeting with Mitch the other day uh, for our, our AI tax program. And Mitch said something to me, he, and I don't even remember what it was, but I was like light bulb. And it, it, it's just every time I go to one of these meetings, even if I've been on the same meeting 40 times and, and we do joke that some meetings could have been an email. <laughs> we all know we all have been into that meeting. Uh, yeah. But when you, when you go to some of these meetings, it's, it's a whole new learning experience because it's some of the meetings, like the one we had with Greg today, I thought was awesome because it was, it was a, collaboration. Mm-hmm. I love those meetings because everybody's willing to listen to somebody's two cents and right. what you're doing might be different from somebody else's. What's up, Connor? How you doing, sir? Mm-hmm. I've got the hard R. <laughs> that's, that's Connor. He's actually co-host of Nonsensical Nonsense, uh, mm-hmm. which is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, and, and you may not know the answer to this. I'm per- probably understanding you know more than i we we were talking a little bit a little bit ago like 10 minutes ago about um the difference between llc c corp i don't even know how many there are and i've been doing this for three years how how irresponsible yeah how irresponsible is that i've been doing this for three years and i still don't know the difference i i knew i you know i i have an llc myself um because i'm a sole proprietor and so right you know, I, my, and, you know, I understood a little bit about S-Corps and C-Corps. Uh, you know, S-Corps, you get a lot more tax advantages, is my understanding. Um, LLC is more of a protection. Um, okay. So, like, it's not like, you know, and especially as a sole proprietor, you know, I mean, you can have an LLC and not be a sole proprietor, but, like, that's the one that I have because it's just me, um, you know, where... If, if anything were to happen with your business, like let's say somebody wanted to sue you, 
Um, mm-hmm. They're not suing you directly. They're suing the LLC. Like it's kind of oh, like okay. that protection barrier. So, you know, you have your own EIN number. Um, there's, you know, a lot of tax advantages that you can get depending upon the state that you're in. You can get tax advantages for that. So, you know, Wyoming, Delaware, or, you know, Florida, those are several states that actually don't have state tax. And so if right. you have an LLC within those non-state taxes, you know, those states that don't have tax, that you don't have to pay state tax for, you know, you can benefit from that. You know, especially like I was a resident in California where the taxes were so high. You know, I grew yeah. up in New Jersey, the taxes were so high. So I decided to have my LLC in Wyoming just to be able to, you know, take advantage of those, uh, you know, not having to pay those state taxes. And so, right. And, um, and- the the goal the goal for most of what we do is less tax. Yes, um, I think for everybody, like everybody's mantra should be, try not to pay as much taxes as you can. Oh, hundred percent. Well, and and let's be honest. You know, if you're if you're in, God forbid, you're in California, the 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 federal tax doesn't change across the board, from my understanding. But what's killing you is state tax. State tax in, in California. There 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 was talks about. Jumping it up again for God knows what. Yeah, um, there's state taxes. There's, you know, I mean, even New York City, too. Because if you live in New Jersey and work in New York City, like, you're not only paying state taxes in New Jersey because you're a resident there, but you're also paying city tax for working in New York City. So it's like there's a lot of different areas where you can get really taxed a lot. California is just as bad. If you're self-employed, there's another type of tax that you're paying. You know, you can pay up to 20% just being self-employed. So, um, yeah, I mean, they even say too, like, you know, death and taxes, like even when yeah. you're dead, if you don't, you know, properly set yourself up in the United States, they can tax you 50% when you're dead. And like, That's so insane. like maybe 50% of your, you know, your estate can go over to your family when you think they're getting 100%. So it's like, there's a lot of, you you want to try to pay the least amount of taxes. That's, you know, how the rich get richer. Right. It's because they know, you know, what to do in order what to loopholes. pay the least amount of taxes. Yeah, the loopholes, exactly. And, and I, I hate using the word loophole, but let's be honest, that's what it is. I mean, it, but it's a, there's, there's no better term. Yeah, but it's, no better you know, term. it's still legal. It's still legal. Like every yeah. state is different. Like you'll see like the Jeff Bezos or, you know, everybody else who's like living in, you know, California or Washington who are moving their businesses to Nevada or moving it to Florida, you know, or Texas. It's like, it's because of those state tax situations. Yeah. They can save, you know, millions upon billions of dollars. You know, why would you not do that? You know, well, if you're able you know, to. I'm I'm actually trying to figure out how to put Ukraine on my taxes as a dependent, but you know that's another story. <laughs> uh, because, you know, uh, I actually one of my favorite movies uh, deals with taxes. It's called uh, Oh my gosh, it's Will Ferrell and 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 what's her name, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, oh my gosh, my brain shut off. He's a tax. He 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 works for the IRS as a as a Oh my gosh, what's it called? Tax agent? I don't know, an IRS agent? Or... Well, he's an IRS agent. He's he's an auditor for the IRS. And and she she owns a small bakery. Uh, Will Ferrell. Uh, excellent movie. But, but basically, 
he he's going over her taxes and she actually paid her taxes and left a note in the taxes that she's it's called stranger than fiction she she put in a note she's like i'm i'm only sending you x amount because that's what goes to school schools and roads and things like that the rest <laughs> i'm not paying so obviously she got audited um rip what we sell we actually do solutions for businesses and, and sam maybe you may be able to explain better <laughs> what we do um yeah we we basically save people in taxes the way yes yeah, so, no we we save people on money um either trying to help them reduce their taxes or find tax solution strategies in order to be able to pay less taxes with the certain solutions that we have. There's also other solutions that we have or other product lines that can help in reducing their costs. So right. um, you know, several of the products that we're able to offer um, you know, are, it, and it's a wide range. So it's not- Oh, like it's, it's getting niche, bigger each week. Wide range. So, um, no, we, we do AI tax planning, which is freaking awesome. Um, it's pretty much a strategy of what the rich use, but they're giving it to a, a smaller, um, uh, uh, no, those who are making like $200,000, $300,000 in their business, they are able to save them, you know, 30 to 70, some cases, you know, $200,000 a year in tax, well, depending upon. Mitch just the, told the, me the about business. that. Did Mitch tell you about the guy? They saved him over $3 million a year in taxes. Yeah. And, so, you know, that's insane. It is. You know, it's, it's amazing how big, how big it has to be the net profit of the business in order to be able to see and what their tax liabilities are. But you'd be amazed how many businesses or even people, how much they're paying in taxes and don't oh, even know their strategies that are out there. And so they help, you know, they help with that. Uh, you know, preventative health care, love. I, I don't know how, why nobody is taking advantage of this like they should. Not only are you saving on FICA taxes, you know, one of the clients that, you know, we're dealing with right now could save $777,000 a year in FICA taxes. Um, but it also increases the employee's paychecks, you know, depending how they're paid, you know, on a weekly or bi-week, you know, by monthly basis, you know, and, and, and that's something at, and all these preventative benefits, like, well, know, on medical, the, the mental, when it comes to the, the employee part of the LLH program, you know, it, it, yeah, the employees, they don't necessarily get the, the, a bad deal. They're seeing anywhere from 10 to $40 extra in each check. Yeah. And but they're also getting you know, all these benefits. <laughs> you, know, and, you know, the, the, if, if anybody's had to take a time off to take their kid to the doctor, you know, your kid walks in the room at two o'clock in the morning and go, mommy, I don't feel good. You could be like, well, let's get the doc on the phone right now. That, that is genius. And not have to pay a copay, not have to wait. You could do it by video. You could do it by phone and it's 24 seven. It could be four yeah. o'clock in the morning and boom, they're available. And, and if you need a prescription, it's sent over to you like right away. They prescribe and they said it. Well, and you're not even paying for that either. <laughs> you know, yeah. It, you know, the 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 beauty of a lot of our programs is its ease of use. Yeah. The the ease of use, and you know, I think people make it harder than they need to. Um, like the the one we're we're dealing with with the seven hundred seventy thousand dollars worth of savings. It's not even the owner that's that's holding it up. It's I get it. It's tax season. 
you know, that happened. Yeah. And that's the only thing really holding that one up. Um, I was actually talking to one of the brokers today. Uh, actually, he contacted me. I was uh, one of Mark's brokers. He, he noticed my, my email signature. He's like, that's so cool. I need that. I'm like, well, here's a copy. Make it your own, you know? <laughs> and, you know, I was like, just don't use the. Well, you can use those links, but they'll go to me. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, if you want, go ahead. But he was like, I don't understand why some of these aren't going through. And I said, I told him, I said, I think the biggest problem is some, there's somebody along the line with a lot of these programs are new. They're, they're, and some of them are brand new. Mm -hmm. Someone needs to take that leap. And once that leap is taken by somebody, the rest of them will fall like dominoes. Yeah. And, you know, and the beauty of where you and I sit is we are on the ground floor. And well, perfect example. I've been doing, I did the ERC for three years. How long ago did you start the ERC? I started, we're in 2024, so 20, mid of 2022. Okay, mid of 22. So I, and, and at the height of that, at the height of ERC, you were pulling in bank. Oh, yeah. And, and you've said oh, yeah. in the past, I wish I would have started when Vera and I started. Yeah. Because Vera started like two months before me. And I, I had, and I literally fell into this job and it is the luckiest fall I've ever had. Uh, because I literally was posted on, on Facebook that, you know, I would build something for anybody. Cause I was broke. I didn't, I, I was, you know, my wife was working, but I wasn't pulling in money left and right. And Vera called me and she's like, you want to do this? I was like, does it pay? She's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm in. When do I start? Like, Go get <laughs> so I went out that weekend and bought a laptop and, and I've upgraded a laptop and now I've built myself a office and, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, it, the the beauty of being like when when Vera was telling me when when they first started the ERC by the time I got in there in the two or three months that she started before me it was the same way it was that somebody needs to take a leap rock this out and you know one of the biggest brokers we had made like three million dollars in a year yeah I think that's insane five. I think it was five was it five yeah. I've been saying three I mean that's yeah, insane that's ungodly amounts of money for literally yeah. let's be honest brokers don't do a whole lot no they don't and and i think that was the beauty about it, it was just you know a referral source you know mm -hmm. they were able to be the ones to build that relationships or had relationships already and was able to you know bring this knowledge to them and yeah we basically told the knowledge of what it actually is and you know held our hand and yeah, I, mean, I think we're I think doing that, was, that now with the new products as well. So yeah, yeah, and and you know the the one of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast was a simple fact: not only does it get the message out there, but um, the the being able to vent at the end of the day. <laughs> oh my god! Trust me, you're gonna be able to be like, fuck and shit. <laughs> the the you know. I've, I've gotten in trouble in the past for smoking 
at work, <laughs> you know, on a video call. I don't do that anymore because I told I'm not allowed to. But, but the beauty of and, and of course, you want to talk about somebody has to really worried about. Uh, Rip, uh, do me a favor. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually put here a uh, email source so people can actually email us. I haven't created it yet, but I'm gonna create a a dollars and cents email where we can actually, people can email us questions and, and things like that. I haven't done it yet. Yes, please do. I love but, answering questions. Like, you know. Well, love, and that's, yeah, no, that's the learn. beauty of, of having the the chat as well. Another reason why I want to do it live, we can 100% pre-record this. But the beauty of doing it live is a it's live. I mean, anything can happen. My kid just walked in. Uh, yeah, um, I I, yeah, it's all day long, all day. And I'm literally, and I, I put this chain here so I can hold on to it. So nobody can open my door because I'm like, I'm on a call. Ah! Hi, how you doing? This is Jeff. You know, uh, there's something called a lock. You know, you should look into. I it. have one. I have one. My wife took the key away from me. <laughs> because I'll lock myself in here and won't emerge until seven o'clock. <laughs> and then as I as I, I leave, <laughs> a cloud of smoke will follow. <laughs> and then she complains about how the room smells. She's like, it smells like cigarettes in here. I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Where does it go? <laughs> a little bit of room. It has a vent, but if I turn it on, it's too loud. Um. But yeah, the I'm gonna let me go ahead and I'm gonna put in uh let's see, I'm gonna put the customer service email here. That way you know we can split these. And I've clicked oh, oh I I've opened like four tabs. I keep opening the wrong one. <laughs> um I'm gonna throw our customer service email in here. That way you guys uh if you if you if you're interested in in joining or you know talking with us on, on a personal level about your situation or, 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 you know, this is just going to be a quick, uh, I can't type and talk. I'm so stupid. <laughs> you can, you can actually get to us and, uh, we can, you know, guide you where you need to be. You know, if you want to see one of the programs, we can, we can set that up. Here it is. Copy. Oh my yeah, God. we haven't even spoken about all the programs, but like, yeah, there's just so many of them. Like, there's so many of them, but in all gamuts. Yeah, and and that's the I think. Oh, damn it, I'm on the wrong one every time. Um, it's here. I can only do so much. Oh, oh. So I'm gonna put our customer service email in here, and there it is at the bottom of your screen. Uh, you know, you guys can send us uh, questions. You can send us, you know, if you if you look at becoming a broker, we can walk you through that process. Um, and that's, like I said, another reason why I wanted to do this show was because, A, we can actually get more people interested and, and you know, maybe help even more people. I, I, I truly believe this. What I'm about to say is I don't do my job for the pay as much as it sounds. I love the pay. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to give it up. But if when you work for, uh, let's say you work retail selling a t-shirt, is it really fulfilling at the end of the day? Do you feel you know good about what you did? 
And the beauty of what we do is we literally daily, our company that we work for has saved people over $2 billion. Hmm. You know, granted over, over what, 10,000 people, but that's still, you know, lots, a lot of help. And the beauty of what we're doing is that's all we're doing. We're helping. And the more we can help, the better the world could be, especially on the simple fact. Let's be honest. I actually watched a video the other day, you know, the Great Depression. The Great Depression houses cost like 15 grand or something like that. And it was uh, to buy a house during the Great Depression. Housing prices were 15% higher than somebody would make a year. Well, if you look at the same metric right now in 2024, it's 42% higher. Yeah. So, you know, and, and that goes for food, that goes for every little bit. So we if we can save somebody $10 a month, it's worth it. Definitely gonna be saving more. <laughs> Oh, that didn't click. There it goes. Benji says, uh, oh, I clicked on the wrong button. You think you can sell a big player company on a program uh, that other big companies will jump on board? I, I do believe that. And I think that's, yeah. you know, Sam and I talked a lot, and Benji and I were talking the other day about this. Um, sometimes you need a big company to take that leap of faith yeah. and say, let's try it out. Because, and, and, I ask everybody, I'm like, hey, if this program works was for you, would you mind if I have somebody call you that wants to, you know, hear your your side of it? You know, how hard it was to set up? Is it really saving you money? Is what Jeff's telling me true? And people are like, hey, if I can help more people, great. And and I think uh, it's like you and I were talking about unions the other day. Yeah. Uh, the the. And I, and I started doing the math. Um, when it comes to getting a union onto a preventative health, you're not dealing with one company. You're doing like 50. So, yeah, it'll take time. But if one company in that union is like, I'm in, the other ones will see the benefit. And yeah, go, yep, me too, me too, me too. And next thing you know, it's retirement time. Yeah. I appreciate that, buddy. We did. We Aww. he and I had a con. Uh, was it Saturday? Saturday, my wife went to a birthday party thing, so I was here by myself. I was like, I "Wonder what Benji's doing." So I called him up, and we literally talked for like three hours. Um, and and the three hours—that's not that hard. Let's be honest. I can talk for days. Uh, yeah, you can definitely talk for days. <laughs> <laughs> Why I'm so good at sales? I'm just saying. <laughs> but you know, and I get that we're when when you get a oh there she is. Oh my gosh, hold on, I'm gonna put my shades on. Leggy's here. This is Leggy that we are we were talking about before the show. Leggy, how you doing? Um, but yeah, like I said. The beauty of what we do is it's it's helping people. And I love that fact. You know, I, I, I used to sell timeshare. And you want to talk about feeling bad at the end of the day. I would get home and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get drunk. Because, I, yeah, I made a shit ton of money today. 
but I sold somebody something that they could have gotten through a, you know, Expedia website. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the, so the, I finally found something that, that I can actually sell and it's not even selling. I don't I, think I, it's I don't, selling. It's not it's even not. selling. It's really just showing like what opportunities are out there and see if they're actually eligible for those opportunities and see if it makes sense for them to go forward because of the amount of savings that they can have. It's basically all what we're doing is helping small and large businesses and even people save money. Like that's right. basically it, like in a nutshell. And who doesn't want to save money? You know, especially oh, in this day of age, you know. So and, and and especially if you if you don't have to pay Uncle Sam, you know, if you can pay less to Uncle Sam than you have to pay, then well, not even Uncle that. Sam. The the you know the one the the green energy project we have now yeah that's it, it, a beauty the the only problem I have with the green energy project comes down to one thing it costs so much and even though seventy to ninety percent of it is paid for that's still a big hit and I think that's the biggest hurdle but I also um, think too you're also you know, not only are you going to the green energy route, whether it is the HVAC systems to, you know, uh, you know, solar to, you know, water to, you know, whatever energy that's lowering your bills and not having to deal with the grid, you know, where it could be down to zero dollars. And so it's like, exactly. and that could be long lasting. And exactly. know, they even have programs where you don't even have to deal with the maintenance. They'll do the maintenance for you. So, right. And that's part of it. And, and the, I think the biggest, the, the beauty of the, the green energy project comes down to one thing. And this is something Trent and I were talking about the other day, Trent being the, the head of the program is um, the biggest problem is with, with the energy grid is it's old as fuck. Yeah. And, and it is not, maintained the way it, it it's not something that can be maintained i don't want to take anything away from the electrical union because i i have a plan to call them but <laughs> but it comes down to it's a it's a large task and and uh i was talking to a, uh chris the other day he was telling me when he worked at osu and sometimes when you work for these big companies you could be like this light bulb need changed now you and me were like okay that light bulb's out i'll change it Right. You have to put in like 14 forms and then get approved to change a light bulb. California is the worst on that. Like, and that's with anything, regardless if it's electric right. or not, it could be like, you know, building a building, but you know, you have to go through like sometimes like 30 different departments in order to get, you know, all these different permits to get, a, and sometimes it could take years. Yeah. And you see and, like, and he was telling me that, that literally, it gets to the last person like, yeah, it's not in the budget. It's a light bulb. It's 50 cents. Yeah. You know, I got the change in my pocket, brother. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's the, the beauty of this program, this program comes in where you can not only remove yourself from the, the energy grid, but they can add things to your property, like the Tesla chargers. And, and, and you, the, the video we watched the other day, and I was telling Benji about this. 
that farm that they showed in that video, the the energy system was running off cow shit. Yeah. And I was, and you know, by the, time it, by the time it got through all three of those those giant balloons, and let's be honest, they look like balloons, mm -hmm. it becomes comes out as perfect fertilizer. Yeah. You would talk about the circle of life. That's the circle of life on that farm. And yeah. he, I did a little bit more research on that farm. He is, because I got bored, and that video intrigued the shit out of me, that guy is not only providing the electricity for his property. His entire town is able to get it. He, he is the energy company for his town. So he's got, you know, the cows, the milk, the cheese, all that stuff, the, the fertilizer, and the electrical grid yeah. are all his. I mean, that guy's... In, in 10 years, that guy's going to be multi-billionaire. Yeah. You know, uh, we, crazy. The, the beauty of some of these programs, and, and it's not even programs we don't have. Well, I do and, want to touch up on water, though. Like, water yeah. is also a big thing. And, like, like, I think of Nevada. I think of Vegas. Like, I'm just, like, the water shortage that's over there. Like, they're in a desert. Like, do people, like, forget about that? <laughs> like, well, well. California. California is the perfect example. Every time you turn around, California is in a drought. Yeah. Volition, the, the energy company we're working with, they have a machine, and I still don't understand how it works, even though I've seen the video like 50 they times. They get it from like the sort like it creates I've had it explained to me a couple of times. And the way I understand it is uh, a couple of years ago, Elon Musk put out Somebody make a carbon capture machine and I'll pay you X amount of dollars. And I'm pretty sure Volition was like, we got this and built this thing. And then they realized it works, but it's creating a bunch of water. They tested the water. It was 99% pure. Like you can drink it right out the tap. Mm. And their small machine... And this is why I was asking Trent the other day, can we make that portable? Because, you know, we're working with that big mine right now. Right. And I said, and, and the video we watched the other day, it showed it on like in a, like a back of a semi truck. You know, it was, it was like a, a steel container, like mm -hmm. that you put on a container ship. I said, if we can make that portable, you know, imagine just, showing up and the the one machine produces 250 gallons a day the other produces over 2000 gallons a day yeah i see what you did there lady <laughs> no but that's true the 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 bloom energy system yeah but the the problem with solar panels that I that most people realize really quickly, there's two. One, they take up a lot of space. If you need the power to run something big, you need at least an acre of land. The other problem is they don't work when the sun's off. They don't work at night. So they don't. No, they don't. Solar panels don't work without sun. Go figure. Solar panels. No, but, oh, solar panels. I'm just like yeah. the, oh, okay, yeah, so, sorry, I misunderstood. I was, yeah, I was thinking about our stuff, okay. 
No. Solar panels, well, yes. <laughs> solar panels don't work at night. Battery backups only work for about 12 hours, mm -hmm. 12 to 14 hours, something like that. The Bloom Energy System runs on a gas, and it can be, as we learned, any gas. My question is, why aren't they, because it's a, it's a hydrogen system. It, 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 it makes hydrogen, which creates yeah. energy. My question is, can't they make that thing smaller and put it in a car so I can shit in my gas tank and drive down the road? I, I, <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they're doing something like that now. I mean, it's like, you know, it's all money. It's all, yeah. it's all money. And, you know, and that's the thing, too. Like, when I think about cars, like, you know, especially when I think about the Prius and the Teslas out there, it's like... it. You know, they say it's, it's environmentally safe, but yet to produce those you know, is what causes <laughs> issues. <laughs> well, we actually talked about this. Uh, I, I was talking about this with, uh, I can't remember who it was. Maybe It might have been Benji. But it's like, if you get, look at the environmental damage it does to create one of those Tesla batteries, and don't get me wrong, Tesla, I think Tesla's a great company. <laughs> My uncle has a Tesla. I love that car. It's beautiful. The problem is, is, is the environmental damage you create to make that battery, to make that one car. Yeah. You could buy a Honda Civic, brand new Honda Civic, and drive it for 30 years before you come up even half that damage. Exactly. And I, I think the biggest problem with, with the whole... Uh, every car needs to be electric by there. The grid's not going to keep up. No, you know, the California alone, they're, they're with the, by 2030, they will, or 2040 or something like that. They want to make 70% of the cars electric. That's great in theory, but the, they can't, they were telling people last year, turn your air conditioners off because our grid can't keep up. Oh, I, when when I lived in L.A., like they lived in the valley, it used to happen all the time. The same thing yeah. with the water shortage. It's like can't mow, you know, you can't water your lawn. You can't put water in the pool. You can't do like there is a lot of restrictions that they had. And um, it was pretty insane. It's only getting worse. It's getting worse. Yeah. And like, you know, and that's the same thing when I look at Vegas. I'm just like, oh, my God, like you look at Lake Mead. It's like it's just getting lower and lower and lower and lower. It's yeah. You know, and that's where the water source is coming from. So it's, it's, it's insane. Like, you know, there, there has to be solutions for that. And yeah, like it's, it's just insane. <laughs> like what the fuck is wrong with my typing? <laughs> I missed the last one. Oh, she, she put in here, uh, you need to read Gridlock by Ben Elton. He wrote it about four years, 40 years ago. She she corrected that. Uh, is inverting into water into a hydrogen engine. Actually, that there, wow. there was a guy, there was a guy he built a, you know, the you know the rail buggies? It's like a Volkswagen Beetle motor, but it's pipes and mm -hmm. it makes a car. There was a guy, and I it might even be the same guy. Um, he built a water-powered car where you could literally grab snow off the ground, throw it in this thing, and run it. Really? He was killed. He was killed. There's videos of that car on YouTube. He he literally the he's got patents out there where you can go and you can 
you know, you can go to the patent office, email the patent office, and you can get a copy of the patent. The problem is you can't read it because okay. he was not he was not an engineer. Oh. So so an engineer looks at it and goes, Well, that's chicken scratch, can't figure that out. But he could read it. And, and that's a shame. Well, that's a shame. It, it turns out there there was this whole thing, and, and I was watching this on Joe Rogan. He built this car and he was at a bar one day talking to his brother or something like that, and he ran out in the parking lot screaming, They're poisoning me, they're poisoning me. Two minutes later, he was dead. Damn. Because he created something. There was another guy. He took a big old Lincoln Continental in the 80s. You know, the fucking yacht that you couldn't put in your living room. Mm -hmm. You know, you could touch the, the bumper of it if you stood it up from your apartment. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, he, it was, he didn't change the motor or anything. But he was able to change. He rebuilt the carburetor where on a single gallon of gas he drove it for a hundred miles wow and he wow. was killed in a car accident two weeks later it's so, like you hear stories like that and you're just like that that really happened <laughs> well i mean there's well the, the thing is is it comes down to back in the 80s how much was gas in the 80s i know i i got a couple pennies that'll fill your tank you know so back then it wasn't a big deal. People were like, "Oh, what's what's three dollars to fill my tank? I can run for a month, you know." And in the oil industry, as Leggy's saying there, the the oil industry is like, "Fuck you, we want all yeah. this money," you know. Uh, the diesel engine was originally invented to run on peanut oil. Right. I remember. Yeah. And Mercedes was like all on that too. Like remember yeah. the Mercedes diesels. Yes. And well, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the, the beauty of what I think is what's happening because of those things is we now have a proper company in, in volition where they're doing it right, they're they're saving. They can they can do it properly without that worry. Like well, I don't think Trent's going to be killed tomorrow Japan because <laughs> with the whole like they they helped Japan when they went through the whole tsunami. Yeah, well, not just the I mean, tsunami. They had, they had that they had that meltdown. <laughs> they had that whole meltdown of their their power yeah. plant. They helped. And, yeah, and they they helped the country. So it's like. You know the the work that they do is pretty revolutionary, and it's very important for what they're doing. So great to have them on board. And and uh, we're coming to the end of it here, so uh, it's been about an hour. So I have, yeah, you have a Volvo that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Leggy drives a Volvo. She's the queen Volvo. Um, but yeah, that's basically the plan for this show is, you know, that whether it be a night like tonight where we just kind of shoot the shit about different ways that that business can be done. Uh, we'll, we, I, I already talked to a couple of people about coming on as guests where they can come on and, and talk about their products. 
Um, and of course, there's going to be times where we learn something. You know, there's going to be times where we can teach something. And then that's the beauty of something like this is, yeah, you do love your Volvos. She's so weird about her Volvo. Volvos are good cars. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. They're amazing. They're really good cars. They're amazing. But, but Leggy talks about Volvos like they're going to save the planet. The <laughs> <laughs> I um, love Volvos. That's that's like I said. That's the beauty of the show. We're, we're you know we're going to be doing every Tuesday, hour hour and a half max. You know if we get on a good subject or we get on a good conversation, we can keep going. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Sam, um, say something to the people about as uh, a good line. I guess as a close. That's a good. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> I just appreciate it being on. This is the first time I've actually been on a podcast. So thank you for well, having me, Jeff. <laughs> well, you know, like I said, and, and you and I were talking about this the other day, and we, we got time to spare. Because honest, nonsense, nonsense goes minimum three hours. So we got plenty mm -hmm. of time. Mm -hmm. But uh, you and I were talking about this today. The best form, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm of that generation and, uh, and being a guy that it was like, bottle it up. Don't tell nobody nothing. You, you deal with your problems. You walk it off, rub some dirt on it, get back out there. Don't be a pussy. And there's been times on, on nonsensical nonsense and, and, and podcasts that I've been on that you can open up, you know, I don't worry about, you know, 50 people watching or 5,000 people. I don't care because <laughs> I'm literally just talking to a friend, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Chris and I've been friends for 27 years. You've and I've been friends for a little over a year. Veer and I've been friends for 10 years plus, mm -hmm. which I'm sure she feels bad about for herself. But, <laughs> <I doubt that. laughs> but the beauty of this is, is it's hard to explain. It's, the one thing I love about the podcast that I've been involved with, there's no judgment. There's a plenty of razzing, plenty of busting of balls, but there's no judgment, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, uh, I usually end nonsensical nonsense with my little deuces, mm -hmm. but, uh, I'm going to end this show. <laughs> you know, well, and then of course we got to do, do you are funny guy Mike? Peace out. Hey, don't do But but I'm gonna go ahead. Like I said, if you you've got a little, think about something for the next time. You know, a little. Hello. Or you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna end this show with with, you know. We may not all have the dollars, but we can always make sense of the dollars. I'm working on it. I haven't really gotten something. That works. So, that works. <laughs> you know, we may have, we not, I may not have the dollars, but we do have some sense. So um, I'm going to go ahead and end with our, with our ending video, ending music, the, our opening music as well. And thanks for everybody for watching. What if we have that kind of attitude? The cause repossessed. Nobody believes in you. You lost again and again and again. The lights are cut off, but you're still looking at your dreams.